0: underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer budget-friendly flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment the plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals so for whatever tomorrow brings united Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you learn more at uh1.com
1: botox cosmetic out botulinum toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if botox cosmetic is right for you
2: for full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300.
1: Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi, welcome
3: to Bitch Slap. This is Rachel Fisher.
2: I'm Desi Janekin.
3: And this is season one, episode 25. Irreconcilable similarities. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. So we open in Marina Del Rey at Amanda's apartment. And Billy has moved in at this point. Yeah. Because that was like his decision he made. Last episode. The last episode. He's wandering around the apartment in his boxers with the paper, and he can't can't get comfortable on her fancy furniture. He hates it. It didn't even look that uncomfortable. Well, it seems like he completely avoided the sofa.
2: There's, like a, there's a cat fight happening. What's going on? And it's not on this, the show. It's, it's not, not on this episode. Not yet. It's in the house. Um, he tries to sit on her like woven rattan dining room chairs that she got at... Like something like Pier one, but maybe the upscale version.
3: Yeah, she got it at fancy Pier One. Yeah. And then he sits on the floor. Yeah. He like briefly attempts, he like puts half an ass cheek on the couch and is like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. I need Allison's sofa with it, the uh with the, the woven rug thrown on top. He needs it. a beanbag chair. Yeah. Um Amanda's all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and she's like, We have a couch and chairs. And he's like, yeah, it's not comfortable.
2: I don't, yeah, it didn't make sense to me. Cause remember, she had a sofa.
3: He didn't even try that. It would have been a funnier gag if she had like uber modern, un- yes. like art, artsy furniture that was like more like mid century or like 80s. Or like Memphis, Memphis, Milano furniture yeah. that was like architectural. Yes. Um, Hers is pretty basic It looked pretty basic But uh, but Amanda folded Billy's laundry She's mommying him And Billy says something that made me <laughs> Fucking lose so much respect for him He said, Allison never did anything for me Right That's a lie, Billy And you know it
2: Well, it's a lie But also, she was not your girlfriend Like, girlfriends do things Maybe your roommate wouldn't do Right Or your mom Right. (laughs) It's like, why are you dunking on Allison for something she's under no obligation
3: to do? Yeah. It was very weird and telling on Billy's part. Allison's the one who lent you $300 and you gave it to your weird girlfriend. He's very entitled. He's so entitled. Um, Meanwhile, Allison and Keith are driving Betsy, but Allison's not driving. Keith is driving because Allison still has PTSD from getting carjacked. It's like, well, you weren't driving when you got coach. <laughs> like, does it really make sense? <laughs> That's so funny because I wrote, Allison is literally me. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like driving that much. Um, anyway, Keith is like, they need me in Seattle by Monday. He's so pushy. It's irritating. He is so pushy. Everything he's doing, we talked about it last week. He's trying to isolate her. He wants her out of Los Angeles as soon as possible. He also does
2: that thing where he's being really pushy, but also being like, I it's, I don't want to be this way, but we have to make a decision. It's like, well, she doesn't have to go with you, Keith. Yeah, That is not the pressing decision. You can go to Seattle and you can say, I really want to still see if we can do a long distance thing. Like there's no pressing reason Allison has to go
3: on Monday. No, he wants to uproot her as soon as possible. But Allison following this traumatic experience is and and just the fact that Billy is in a relationship with Amanda now, she's like, fuck LA.
2: Keith practically comes when she says she'll go to Seattle.
3: I wrote that. Did you?
2: Yes. He literally makes a groan. I said, Keith is going to nut. No, he's holding this over. When she's like, fine, I'll go to Seattle. He's like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> like he literally does something like he that. He does. It was, I was like, did I? Because I'm like, am I just being dirty minded again? Okay. It's no. Not, it's not just us. No. Because it's like,
3: partially it's probably because it's like my manipulation finally worked. Right. 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 So she's willing to go. At D&D, Amanda's approaches Allison and she's like, Lucy's looking for you. You're a little late. I was worried. So she gets a little dig in. This scene was very funny to me. Mm. The whole scene. It was incredible. And Allison is very, very excited to tell Amanda, well, today's my last day. I'm leaving. And and, and at this point, Allison has only told Amanda this. Yeah. She hasn't even told Lucy, her her real boss. And Amanda is, is like, really? This doesn't... And she's like, oh, you can relax. It doesn't have anything to do with you and Billy. Yeah.
2: And they're both acting so weird in this scene because uh, Allison's continually like, I'm just, I'm very excited for <laughs> my move to Seattle. And it's just everything's so passive aggressive on Allison's part. Yeah. Uh, and Amanda is like, does seem genuinely incredulous that she is moving. And then eventually she gets a little bitchy too well, because yeah. Allison pushes it more.
3: Yes. And for as much of Amanda, as much as Amanda's being a bitch, she is right. I mean, she is like, what are you doing? She's disappointed in in Allison. She's like, why are you moving to Seattle? You have this job here. It's kind of like when you have a rival, even though you have this
2: competition with them, when they sort of flounder, you're kind of like, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) I need my rival. (laughs) Or like, I want you at that level or something. Uh, It's like a weird competitive thing.
3: Yeah, and Allison's like, oh God, Amanda, Amanda, why can't you just admit you're relieved? And Amanda says, "Fine, your leaving is the best news I've heard all week."
2: And, and everyone is tired of Allison's bullshit with Keith at this point. I think, uh, it, it, just like the whole,
3: it's just like, what are you doing? Everybody, yeah, all of her, all the people who really actually care about Allison have said, in one way or another, that he's bad news. And this is a bad idea, and she's doing this out of some kind of fear. Right. And this isn't a good idea. And then the
2: best part is when Amanda, when Allison leaves, Amanda says, Don't forget your raincoat. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, that was really good. So Michael is fixing a toilet at his apartment, he has a big old cordless phone with the antenna. We all had that phone at one point. Right. And Jane's
2: like in the bathroom with him while he's fixing the toilet for <laughs> yeah, some reason. So like, they're
3: back. <laughs> they're Jane and Michael are back. Michael's talking on the phone to their mutual friend, Sammy. He's in town. And Sammy wants to take them out to dinner. But Michael can't go. He's got rounds. He's got he's to go to the hospital. Yeah. But Jane can go. So she gets on the big phone with him. She's like, hi,
2: Sammy. Didn't you... Th- I initially was like, is he, I thought it was like an old man. Cause she's like, are you bald yet? I was like, (laughs) hold us. What
3: a weird thing to say to someone. What a weird question. Uh, Jake is helping Billy move. And Joe is also in the background adding color commentary, specifically that Billy's chair is fucking ugly. He just has this old roller beat up.
2: I, it's probably not leather, but it looks like that kind of material chair that is his writing chair.
3: It's his like office chair. It has like the office legs where it can like it's like swivels. Right. But it's a little it looks a little nicer than it's, a
2: typical. It's more comfortable at it's least. It's
3: tufted. Yes. It's like a tufted leather and it's old. And Billy says, I've written some of my best stuff in this chair. So that's not saying much. Billy. <laughs> be honest with yourself. Seriously. Allison walks in on them moving, and it's very awkward. And she doesn't know what to say except for, "They found Keith's car. It was stripped for parts." <laughs> <laughs> I still,
2: I still think he did it. He
3: set this up. I think he did
2: too. I don't remember what happens, but no. I think he did. Yeah. If they didn't make him do it, they should have. Yeah. This is a good little plot twist.
3: Billy is. Absolutely gobsmacked when Allison tells everybody that she's moving to Seattle. Yeah. It's shocking news. And Joe, of course, is also upset. She's like, what about your job? Joe is a feminist.
2: Yeah. You don't leave your uh, high-powered career for a man who's into fucking, fucking... what are they called? Tide puddles, tide, <laughs> tide, tide pools. pools. <laughs> tide
0: puddles. I don't know.
2: I'm not an environmentalist. Especially Keith. He's especially just especially so Keith, the most
3: boring, just drag of a person ever, how, and not even hot. How do you manage to be both boring and pompous at the same time? Like he's arrogant and boring. That's like one of the worst combinations. He's so bad. Must have the worst dick game. There's no way he is he is good dick game. There's no, no way. way. Billy is confused and Allison lets everyone know she hasn't even told Lucy yet that she's leaving. This is a bad this is bad. This is Allison being irresponsible again all as a result of Keith. I like at some point
2: Al- Allison is defending her move and she's like this is the answer and Billy says what's the question? <laughs> Another classic Billy line, yeah. That for some reason is very mean, but I don't really know why. Yeah, because <laughs> it's
3: like it is accurate. Yeah, because what are you trying to answer here? But see, Billy, for as immature and self-centered as Billy can be, Billy truly cares about Allison. Yes, he yes. he's like being very direct with her, and he has been very upfront with her about his feelings about Keith. I think Billy
2: is pretty honest yeah uh he's just kind of dumb yeah like he does he does say how he feels and he says it sometimes when it's like billy don't i'm not even talking about like i love you or i have feelings he's very direct yeah in a way that can be very rude sometimes but is funny
3: yeah <laughs> as it, a viewer it can be very if i was funny. his friend i'd be irritated right so that night jane is having dinner with sammy She's got an incredible outfit in this scene. I agree. I actually really like this outfit. Okay,
2: I honestly was terrified of saying that I no, liked it. too. I love it because like this is her best look by far. I loved women who dressed like this, like, during
3: that time period. It was it was part of this new romantic thing that was happening in 1993, where it was a lot of these like poet sleeve blouses and the pirate collar, and and obviously the big flowers. On the, but on the, she on added the a black. It kind of made it more chic, I yes. think. Um, she looked very chic. She had this black beret with a big blossom flower on it, but it was like an adult blossom hat. it was like a ballet pink. It was like a nice color. Yes, and a matching blouse, but not matchy-matchy. I thought she looked great. And Sam is played by Rob Estes. Which is a hilarious continuity error because Rob Estes... Joins the cast of Melrose Place in season seven, okay, season six. Okay, that's what's what was so confusing to me. Because I was like,
2: he comes, is this the same guy? Yes.
3: Well, it's not the same character. It's not the same
2: character. It's the same actor. Yes. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, I didn't realize he came in that early. No. It was, <laughs> so that's a continuity error. Yes. And that's that's Jane's, I mean, that's Josie Bazette's husband. In real life. In real life.
3: Yeah, I forgot so that. So they
2: kept trying to get him a job. And I appreciate that. He's very hot. <laughs> Oh, when I—that's why I was like, if if I when I heard Sammy, I didn't think Rob Estes. Uh-oh. Like, uh, so I was shocked when it was him, and then I was like, oh, he's hot. No, you know whose husband
3: he is—is is, uh, Hunter Tylo.
2: I can't remember the character. Lisa Rinna. Name.
3: Oh, he's Lisa Rinna's husband. That's who replaced Hunter Tylo, because that right. was a whole scandal. Right. Okay, we'll have to talk about that. Yes, when it happens, when that season happens. So Rob Estes is immediately very flirty with Jane. They've been friends, seems like, for a very long time. Her and Michael and Rob Estes have all been friends. Right. He says, confession time.
2: Ugh.
3: I'm in love with you. I want to fuck you. Yeah. Because he basically is a guy
2: who constantly had a stream of girlfriends, and he was always seeking Jane's approval. uh, And then he admits to her, none of them were you. And that's why they never measured up.
3: Yeah. And she's like, Rob Estes. She's like, I thought about it too, but I love Michael.
2: Yeah. And then he says more wine and she has a completely full glass of wine that he pours more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, her glasses, her glass. Cause you know how wine they pour like halfway? Yeah. Hers was like three quarters of the way and he poured more. I was like, no one would say more wine. I need more wine. No. At that point. He wants to get her drunk. So she'll make a bad decision. But she said yes. So she maybe also wants to make a bad decision. Yeah, she's like,
3: hmm, maybe. Yeah, it was crazy. Keith is at Allison's. They got a 9 a.m. flight. Allison tells Keith, she's like, I haven't even looked for a job up there. And he's like, oh, that doesn't matter. I'm just trying to isolate you from all your friends work. Who, who cares about gives that? a shit. I just threw that line at you to make you excited about moving to Seattle. Yeah, I lied that there were a ton of ad agencies that would hire you. And Allison's pompous grass is out of control. Yeah. I was like, did she get more? It was very noticeable. Yeah, it was like puffing out. In the scene. Because it was right behind them. Yeah. And Keith's like, there's plenty of time to get a job but there's also there's more time for us to bond. Whatever he says. Ugh. Allison's like, Keith, I am going to work. I am going to have a career. And he's like, hey, I want you to work. I can't possibly support both of us. You loser. <laughs> That's what I like go back and forth. I was like, of course she's going to work. And then when he said that, I was like, you
2: fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> like you make her move up and you're not even going to temporarily support her. Right. Like You fucking idiot.
3: No, because everything Keith says is awful because it comes from Keith. He just makes me angry. I hate him. And then Allison is like, I guess this is a panic
2: attack. Okay. And I was like, that's not a panic attack, Allison.
3: <laughs> that's what I said to Brendan when we were watching. I was like, you're a liar, Allison. She just had a few moments of like, I'm working,
2: Keith. I'm working. And she was like, oh, I guess I just had, that's what a panic attack. Okay. And I was just like, no, that, really? you would be dis- like disabled for a more longer time <laughs> from a panic
3: attack. <laughs> so they kiss. It's very horny and gross. Ugh. I hate it. But at Amanda's house that night, everyone's eating Chinese food. Jake and Joe are over. And Amanda's like, all Billy ever does is talk about you guys. She's really trying to get in good with the gang. But all anyone wants to talk about at this little dinner party is Allison. And I loved, while they're talking about Allison, at some point, Amanda goes,
2: more rice, anyone? (laughs) deep in conversation about Allison being concerned and she's literally like more rice anyone like
3: she is fuming she's, she doesn't give she's a fuck she's trying to do anything to change the subject she's just glad Allison's going to be out of her hair she fucking hates Allison yeah um she also hates the chair and she hates Billy's chair and, and this is a
2: very couple scene cuz Joe's like yeah it's gross and uh You know, it's like her and Amanda kind of bond over hating the chair, right? And Billy like immediately agrees to take it to the dumpster and get Jake to help him. Like, come on, guys, let's carry. Like, you can carry the chair by yourself to the dumpster. It wasn't that big.
3: He's (laughs) Jake is very muscular. Yeah, and Jake also wants to scold Billy and be like, "What are you doing? This is your fucking favorite chair. This is who you are. This ugly chair is who you are, Billy Campbell." What's next?
2: making you throw out your your t- your dirty tank tops. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he does say that. He says something like your soccer jersey. Yeah. He says what's next? Your your tennis shoes, your soccer jersey, your friends. Yeah. It's like a very um special episode sitcom moment. And he's accurate. I will give him that. He's right. Jake is right where But I mean, not not on the chair. I mean, the chair sucks. Yeah. But Jake is right in that he's clocking that Amanda is trying to shape Billy into who she wants him to be. And Billy is ripe for being shaped. Yes. So he kind of wants it. And this chair, oh, somebody mentioned that there's a farting scene in this episode because we talked about the farty mayonnaise last week. This chair was squeaking and farting the whole time Billy was sitting on oh. it. Did you notice how squeaky this chair was? I didn't really notice it. It was like, yeah, I mean, I kind of uh, noticed, but it, I kind of
2: tend to drown those things out sometimes. He also uh, made a good point when he said, "What did she give up for you?" Mm,
3: nothing, 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 and she just wants to hang out with her dad all
2: the time. And let's let's remember, she they moved in together like after four dates. Yeah. And probably knew each other like two weeks. That's insane. <laughs> and they really couldn't be more different. Well, yeah, that's ultimately what's the what the problem is.
3: Anyway, this is a good place to take a break. We'll be right back.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue.
3: So Jane drops Rob Estes off at his hotel in her little cabriolet. Yeah. They have a little funny moment where Rob Estes is like, oh, I wanted the top down, but it's so cold. So they go put the top up together. Yeah. And he makes a move. He kisses Jane. Yeah. And he says, sorry, not sorry. He does say that. He, he says, literally says it. He says, I'm sorry. No, you know what? I'm not sorry
2: but then he's like i am sorry.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> he does. eventually ends on i am sorry. He ends on it. He ends on feeling guilty about it. Jane is like dumbstruck. She she's just like in shock. Oh god.
2: Yeah, and he's like i guess i I would invite you up for a drink, but and she's like that would be way too tempting. <laughs> I was like go Jane. <laughs> she's horny for him cuz he's definitely hot and he gives her attention. Yeah, he's into her, and we. Michael's know, not into her like like this guy. Here's
3: here's how Michael feels about Jane. Michael loves Jane as like a family member. He's like, that's my wife. That's not who I want to fuck. Like he doesn't think of his wife as someone he wants to fuck. He doesn't want to like push Jane into a wall no. to fuck her. But Rob Estes does.
2: Yes. Michael is like, yeah. He treats I, her like a little precious like porcelain doll. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think she, he also sees her as like a good wife material. Like yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. Like, like a good he,
3: doctor's wife. Like who he should marry. Yes. Who yeah. he should be, who should uh, rear his children. Yes. But he doesn't want to rail her. And she literally wants to get railed in a sundress and a blossom hat. Yeah. She's got the sundress picked out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, where are we? The next morning, Jane is pretending to sleep. Okay, when Michael comes in because
3: she's guilty,
2: she's awake, and then she hears the door and she like immediately does that thing. We've yeah. all done it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done it. You pretend you're asleep, and he uh, she kind of blows him off because he's like, How was last night? And she's like, oh, I was fine. What's going on at the hospital? Like the only time she's shown any interest in what's going on at the hospital. Yeah, she could give a fuck. She's avoiding this conversation.
3: And he lets her know before he leaves for work that he, there. like Allison's, he's throwing a going away party for Allison.
2: At Stony Point in Malibu.
3: At In Malibu. Yeah. So these, once again, they're these, all hauling ass over to Malibu. These bitches love the beach. Allison is moving her shit out. She tries to give Joe a lamp. Why would Joe ever want that ugly beige lamp? Just,
2: give, <laughs> It's like ridiculous. Just give it up, Allison. And you can tell Joe was like not saying anything. She's like, I'm throwing this in the dumpster. Does that
3: even look like Joe's yeah. style? No. Um, Michael passes by and he's like, oh, we're throwing you a party tomorrow. It's tomorrow at 630. I wrote traffic's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. They're going to Malibu. They're going to be sitting on PCH. Also,
2: when we see that scene, eventually it's pitch black at night. Well, I think is it supposed to be
3: like all night on the all night February or something. Okay, or January maybe. Uh, But they're cold. But they are. You're right. It is. They must have been there for a while because it is pitch black and it does look cold. (laughs) It looks cold, but would you stay out that long in the cold, (laughs) even with a fucking fire? You're still kind of cold. I would tell Michael, Michael, if you care about me as a friend, you're not going to make me drive to Malibu during rush hour traffic. Like, let's just go to Shooters. It's right there. The one time, (laughs) the one time when Shooters is very appropriate. Absolutely, I'm moving stuff. I'm tired. I don't want to drive to Malibu. It also has a lot of memories. Yeah, Uh,
2: but Allison also says she's like, I gotta. I gotta get my three ten-minute miles in. She's on a jog. She's she's on a jog, but she's kind of wearing a very strange jogging outfit. Yeah, it was like a plaid shirt ripped.
3: Everyone kind of did that like plaid sweatshirt thing. Yes, for uh, athletic athletic wear. Um, suddenly, Allison's into jogging. Yeah, I've never seen her jog, but we'll get to why. Well- <laughs> <laughs> Back at Amanda's, Billy's drinking his coffee on the floor, and he's reading the paper, and he alerts Amanda that Nosferatu is playing on TV that night. And we know Billy loves old horror movies, and this is was a big thing that him and Allison bonded over together. Yes. They loved watching these old movies with a big bowl of popcorn, cuddled up on the couch, not cuddled up together, but indiv- like, yeah. individually cozy on the couch. And so, of course, Billy wants to see if this would be something Amanda would... He could have create new memories with Amanda. Yeah, Amanda's obviously not interested. And in fact, she tells him, not tonight. We're having dinner with my father. Once again, dad's again, in town. daddy's in town to talk about his scotch. And Billy's like, no, you don't understand. This is a classic. We got to watch this movie. And here's the funny thing. He's like, it starts at
2: nine. I was like,
3: well, so you could have gone to an early dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, what's her dad's name again? Like Wilfred. I don't know. Some uh, yeah. rich guy name. The, he's not having dinner after nine. He's having the early bird You can special. have it at seven.
2: A perfectly reasonable time for dinner yeah. to happen. It's crazy.
3: But, but he, he, she she chooses Billy. And he rightfully doesn't want to hang out with Amanda's dad because he does suck. Well, it seems like the dad does come a lot. It's not
2: like he's here after like not seeing him for a year or something. He lives in Santa Barbara.
3: Yeah. He's like, this is not an emergency situation. Um, Billy is dressed for his jog. He's dressed to go jogging and she, Amanda's like, why are you taking your car? And he's like, I'm going to Melrose. I get lost around here. That's an insane thing to do, by the way.
2: You to drive to West Hollywood just to run, it's wild. How do you get lost when you're jogging? Also, why, would, why wouldn't why would you just go right along the water? Yeah. There's like a
3: huge path. Just up and down. Yeah, it would be a really nice the bike job. path. Yeah. Um, but no, anyway. He, he's got to go to Melrose. He's got to drive to West Hollywood. Allison is jogging. Billy's jogging. They're we waiting. know what's coming. We... <laughs> We know what's coming They're both jogging together And of course They run into each other It's a pleasant Interaction They start reminiscing About watching Nosferatu together Because Allison Immediately is like Nosferatu's on tonight
2: Like oh, she already knew This made me so sad Yeah And then She says The last time They watched it She doesn't know If it was the movie Or the popcorn But she had nightmares For weeks And I was like Well why would it ever Be the popcorn <laughs>
3: Because Billy made it. I was just like, what? Because Billy made some fucked up popcorn. Sometimes I
2: read these writers' lines, it's like they're just like repeating lines they heard in other shows, but then they don't make any sense. Right. But it's like, this is what people who like each other talk about.
3: Or yeah. Like what they say. <laughs> or she's trying to be funny. What was the popcorn? It didn't land, Allison. No. Um, she invites Billy to her going away party. And he asks her if she wants to get a coffee. But she can't. She's actually going back to the. She's going to the beach. She's going to the beach where she could have run. That, there, <laughs> she's she's got to meet Keith. Why is Keith's Keith, always at the beach? Why is he there? He doesn't even live here. He's cleaning
2: it. We find <laughs> out he's literally picking up fucking trash. That is true. That and Billy
3: watches her run away. Yeah, she should have got a coffee with him. She should have just Keith. got a coffee. Keith is picking up trash per- very performatively. This is like a performance.
2: Well, because it's like, are you, is this part of your job? Are you just like, this is your fun time? Like, let's go to the beach and pick up trash. It's great.
3: I just don't, <laughs> I don't believe Keith actually cares about picking up the trash on the beach. I think he picks up the trash when someone's looking. at people, when people are looking. No, he saw Allison running and picked up a can. And he's like,
2: oh, hey, just cleaning
3: up the beach. Yeah. As I do. (laughs) And he also starts dunking on LA. And at that point, I was like, get out of here. Go. Just fuck. We don't want you here. You don't like LA? Wow, what a unique opinion. Get out. Go to Seattle.
2: And then he says something about how in Seattle, they're going to work his butt off. And Allison's like, good, because your butt's getting soft. It's so revolting. Ew. And then they start canoodling.
3: Yeah, they get horny again. And he says to her, um, don't you see that's what's so great about Seattle? No distractions. Once again, he wants to isolate her. No friend. None of your friends. No, none of your friends. You're not going to get as good of a job in Seattle as you had at D&D. You're all mine.
2: He also... She also, it's like one of those things, it's like this constant thing where it's like, you're so close to getting it, Mm. Allison. Because then there's this whole little bit where Allison's like saying the love words are just come so easy to you. You can just express your feelings so instantly. And I just have so much trouble with that. It's like, yeah, because he's manipulating you. He's love
3: bombing you. And you don't really love him. Yes. Like, exactly. That's why you're not saying it. That night, Jane has prepared a sexy candlelight dinner for Michael because she feels guilty about kissing Rob Estes. She's even put
2: mousse in her hair. It's like moose out or something. The bangs are like fl- up.
3: She's been trying some different stuff with her hair in these last yeah. two episodes. Yeah. Like she's done a... She's kind of in a headband era. No, I noticed that she had a few different styles going. I liked it. Yeah. Um, And she... Michael arrives and he's like, oh, what do I do to deserve this? Yeah. And she's like, nothing. Just my, being my wonderful husband. You just came home. I love you. <laughs> um, and he wants to talk about Sam, but she's very vague about it. He's like, well, yeah. how is he?
2: And, and then she just gets on the floor and starts sucking his dick. No,
3: <laughs> Anything to distract him. That's what we didn't see. But that is, that is probably what happened. Right. She's like got handsy or something. Yeah. She's like, we don't need to eat this pesto pasta no. that I made. Back at Amanda's house, Billy made a mountain of popcorn. That was huge. And you know Amanda doesn't eat snacks. And we, Billy
2: has his little. Sometimes I'm like, is this a riff? Because he's like, when you make it in the microwave, (laughs) there's always so many kernels that go unpopped. (laughs) I don't know why it was so dumb. I was like, I don't need your little like fucking
3: theory on microwave popcorn like right now we get like a whole little like mini cooking show where he's talking about how to make popcorn Also, what
2: did he do like three fucking bags of microwave popcorn you eat one bag and then you make another so it's fresh
3: it was a huge bowl i mean and this bowl was overflowing amanda because she's a psychopath doesn't like butter no
2: butter She's like, he's nope. like, now for butter." And I was like, "That's also a little crazy to pour on microwave popcorn cuz it usually is kind of buttery."
3: That is true, but I but do still, I'd have I it. do
2: put extra butter on it <laughs> cuz you want real butter flavor with the fake butter. Yeah.
3: Um, but Amanda Amanda's just objecting to everything in this situation. She's, she's a real sport, like spoil sport. She's being difficult. She wants Billy to know that she thinks all of this is beneath her. She doesn't like these um Horror movies. She doesn't like any of this, like, cute thing he's put together. No, just sit on the couch with him. Who fucking cares? Yeah, just indulge your large adult boyfriend. And
2: then we have like a dual thing going on because Keith is also being dragged into this by Allison mm. to watch Nosferatu. Yes. So and we, of course, he's a fucking pill as well.
3: Yeah, so we get this back and forth sequence where we see. Amanda and Billy watching Nosferatu and Keith and Allison watching Nosferatu and both Keith and Amanda are being fucking insufferable about it. Keith Keith even says
2: film should educate or enlighten. (laughs) I hate him. He doesn't get watching something for entertainment at all. And I agree. Like I agree. Like Nosferatu. It's like it's a silent film. A lot of people wouldn't be into that one. But
3: I would argue with Keith that this is an educational film. Oh, absolutely. It's a historic film. Oh, he's just out of control. He has no taste. He has no culture. He is a fucking piece of shit.
2: I hate him. And here's here's my thing. I would at least be like going along with it initially and then at some point being like, this is kind of boring (laughs) or like whatever, like giving it a shot to hang out with the person that you supposedly love. Just give it a shot. Yeah. They were like immediately, both of them from the get-go, fighting it.
3: Because Amanda is outwardly complaining from Jump. She's talking about how the makeup is bad in the movie and how um, it's so old. And she's like at some point right up to the screen.
2: Yeah. Like I don't know what she, she was like pointing out things on the screen. Keith starts trying to fuck her.
3: Yeah. Keith starts trying to get handsy. He gets handsy with Amanda I mean, I mean with, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He gets handsy with Allison, and she's like, Keith, not now. It's like, yeah, you can't even indulge them for 30 minutes. Also,
2: that's like something that
3: happens to you in high school when you're trying to watch a movie with a guy. Yeah. And they're like, let's fool around. <laughs> and you're like, no, I'm into it. I mean, I could understand if it was any other movie, but this kind of was like a special event movie. Yes Where it was like They both set up the whole scene They had a
2: little thing happening It wasn't just yeah. like
3: Let's throw on a movie Slash let's really fuck Right 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 uh, Amanda's actually mad too At some point And she says Billy I absolutely hate horror films And they start bickering And And Billy says You know I live here too Good point point. And she storms off Because he made a good point Yeah Keith is so bored that he falls asleep. He's so boring. I fall asleep <laughs> when I'm around him. So disappointed in Allison. Billy pouts. Yeah, classic Billy. The next day, Billy retrieves his chair from mm. the trash area from the dumpsters. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm bringing this ugly chair back into Amanda's yeah. apartment." He's making a statement someone's bare ass might have sitting up, sat on it in the middle of the night. I don't know what happened. Someone might have jerked off in this chair yeah, while I, yeah. while it was out on the street. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. But I'm bringing it back into Amanda's apartment. It's got more patina. That's right. And he says, I changed my mind. It was a mistake to throw it out. And they have a little squabble, and then they make up. They make up. It's our first fight. It's our first fight. Back at Melrose Place, Michael... Picks up the phone. It's Sam and Jane. We get a close up on Jane. She's yeah. shook. She is like sweating bullets as Michael is talking blissfully unaware that his best friend Sammy, yeah, kissed his wife. Yeah. And Sam says his trip was delayed, so he went and he wants to meet Michael at the hospital. And Michael's like, "Oh, I wonder what's up." Yeah. Jane is like, she doesn't do anything to stop it. But she's got a headband on. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a headband on and a very um, strong look of concern. Very concerned. At the hospital, it we open on Sammy, a.k.a. Rob Estes, hitting on Kimberly immediately. You're
2: the, too beautiful to be a doctor. I think...
3: <laughs> I was like, what does that even mean? That is <laughs> That is such a line. It's funny because it's like, oh, this guy isn't just horny for Jane. He's just horny. Oh,
2: yeah. He, he's like the guy who literally hits on every woman. Like, it's he, like, but the odds are someone's gonna, you know, get down with me.
3: Which is crazy because it's Rob Estes and he's very hot. He's very hot. He could get anyone. I believe so. But you know what? It's part of their game. He could probably get Michael if he wanted. I think he could. I think I think there are plenty of straight guys who would take a chance. I bet you, you he's Rob got Estes. Michael
2: to jerk him off when they were kids. I <laughs>
3: i bet they did it in college yeah i bet they fooled around a little in college they were
2: two bros watching porn yep and it was like "Mm, why not why not we're right here we're in college or maybe they rubbed them together i i (laughs) bet they had a sword fight like they rubbed the tips it started off as a sword fight (laughs) yeah and then it led to more like a joke like a joke sword fight, but then isn't that called frotting or something? What there's something where you um rub the penises together Ugh. and come. I can't remember, there's a name for it. Um, I'm gonna have to look that up. It's like I almost said it. it's French, <laughs> it's French. <laughs> I, I feel like I,
3: I'm on to it. I, I can't, I can't remember fritage? if it's frotting. What's frittage? There's something that's frittage that sounds like something you could eat. Yeah, it sounds like fromage. Um, look up frottage. That's something. That's that's also something. Fritage? There's so many things, right? But they rub dicks together. Didn't yeah, they? that's what I think. Um, I definitely think. Anyway, Rob is hot. He doesn't need to be hitting on everybody. They'll love Oh, wait, to- it is. Frotting is right. Okay.
2: It's a non-penetrative male to male sexual activity where you rub uh your penises together. Okay. That sounds hot. I'd watch them.
3: Yeah. I, I would watch that. Wouldn't you? I would fully Michael watch. Michael and Rob Estes? They're both very hot. Mm. So he immediately tells Michael, is Kimberly still in the room at this point? you No, Kimberly left. leaves
2: because she's got whatever, a patient right. to see. Right. This is, in, this is insane what happened. Yeah. This would never happen. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Because he basically blows the whole fucking thing. And Jane hasn't said Jack shit. Right. Wasn't this scene crazy to you? He because he wants Michael's permission to fuck his wife. I was trying to think, like, cause he, to me it's like he clearly did this. Cause there's no way someone's that fucking stupid. Cause it was like basically like, I guess Jane told you what happened. Hope you're not mad. And Michael's like, what? And he's like, Oh, she didn't tell you? <laughs> Never mind.
1: <laughs>
3: like literally that like i'm not even exaggerating because it would have made sense if he had just come out and said it on his own volition even though it's still stupid right not but, thinking jane told him like
2: just saying hey something happened last night and i, I feel confess. i can't live with it or whatever right yeah.
3: and he makes it very explicit that he came on to jane and she resisted yeah, he says I surprised her. Michael's reeling. He's like, "This is unbelievable." He can't, he's speechless. And then the best thing happens. Rob Estes, Michael is like fucking livid and like he is like completely spinning right now. And Rob Estes goes, "So do you forgive me, pals?" I was like, "Is that how guy friendship works?" This is crazy. I
2: don't think so. That's why when I still thought this guy was the one who comes back later, I was like, I was like, I don't remember any of this backstory. <laughs> and then Michael lets him move
3: into the building. Like right. I was just completely like, no, losing it. No, no, no. He's a completely different character when he comes back. At D and D, Allison's cleaning out her desk, and Lucy is furious, and I really felt Lucy in this moment oh my god this I mean ridiculous first of all no notice no look here's the reality about Lucy Lucy's a good boss Lucy really has like she says to Allison I went out on a limb for you Allison and she did Lucy is like a tough but fair boss yeah right because she's really pushing
2: Allison to be her best like ad person herself. Yeah,
3: she's never unfair. And any time that Lucy has ever been short with Allison, she always ends up apologizing to her. And a lot of times Allison fucking deserves it. Well, she gave Allison so much rope and so many chances, especially with the stuff with Keith. Earlier in the season. Oh, yeah, because
2: that was, like, the last time Allison got in trouble. She wasn't showing up to work on time. Because of Keith. Because of Keith, yeah. And she was canceling, like, their late-night work sessions. Yeah. Yeah.
3: To go hang out with Keith. And so Lucy knows what this is all about. And you can tell Lucy has been through this before when she was probably in her 20s. So she sees Allison doing this behavior, and it's so frustrating to her. Yeah. No. Because she wants to shake her and be like, don't do this.
2: And she's like, there won't be a job here when you leave. Like, you know, when you come, you can't just leave and come back, and everything's going to be here for you. Which is true
3: in many ways. I mean, it's probably a competitive position, and this this is a big advertising agency that she works at. And there's a million people who want to move up into that position, right? And have the talent to. So she says to Allison. Amanda doesn't have anything to do with this, does she? And Allison swears, no, she doesn't. And then Lucy says, well, you wouldn't be the first person she's driven out of this job. So we find some little insight into Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy's very disappointed. And she says to Allison, if he loved you, he would have waited. That's true. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why
2: doesn't he say, we'll still keep it long distance? you can make a decision one day, but there's no rush. Right. It's crazy what he's asking her. It's crazy. In fact, even if I was never asking her and I was Keith and I loved her and she's like, I'll move to Seattle. I'd be like, no, no, we can still be together. You stay here and we'll figure it out one in, in, you know, in the future. Right. But like you, I can't make you quit your
3: job. <laughs> like, Yeah. Like if if you really love someone, there would at least be that kind of hesitation where you would say, "Are you sure you want to make this kind of rash decision? You look look at what you've, um, look at how much you've accomplished at D and
2: D, right? I can go up there, set things up. It's not too, you know what I mean. You can join me later.
3: It's no problem, right? At least give her some time to like hunt for other jobs up there while she's still working at D D, and leave
2: on good terms. No, she's just going to blow everything How up. How does she think that it's acceptable that she's just leaving with like 2 days notice? Yeah. It's crazy. It's
3: crazy. Jane is at home wearing a very cute winter sweater and she's packing up for the beach cuz it's Allison's goodbye party. Right. Michael arrives home and he's given her the silent treatment. And then he confronts her about Sam and it's very dramatic. And he says, look at you. You don't seem to have any guilt at all. I like Jane when she's like, he told you. <laughs> <laughs> it is shocking news. It is shocking. What? like, what? Um, they have a fight. But there's a knock at the door, and Michael gets it while they're mid-fight. And poor Rhonda, she's just like... <laughs> Hey guys, I brought salad. <laughs> no, this was like the funniest. <laughs> Honestly, it was kind of so real. It was so they're real. In this
2: really intense fight where we're, we're hearing things for the first time. Yeah. Then Michael has this Italian temper <laughs> that Jane is like getting really fed up with. Like right. we're finding all this stuff out about Michael. It's like, well, we've never seen this temper. No, uh, we will.
3: But like, yeah, that Rhonda moment was pretty funny. It was great. Um, Later that night at the beach, they're having a bonfire. Rhonda, of course, wants to sing a campfire song. No one's into that. Everyone ignores that suggestion. Uh, Jane and Michael are grilling and bickering. (laughs) Bickering at the fire. And this is when she brings up his Italian temper.
2: Oh. Uh, She also says to him, when someone hurts you, you have to hurt them back, Mm. which was a nice little uh, pre- Premonition or whatever yeah. of how he is. Right. Yeah. Cause that's true. Yeah. And that's a scary person.
3: Yes. Amanda says to Allison, hmm, quite a send off. And oh, Allison, right. this is a great conversation. <laughs> this is another
2: great conversation. Cause Allison
3: has to get her final digs in to Amanda. And yes. she says, you know, Amanda, I've never seen you with many friends of your own. You have no friends, You have no Amanda. friends, Amanda. <laughs> I mean, this is like the classic... What
2: I'm watching these scenes and cringing because I'm like, Allison, you are saying things like you're never going to see Amanda again. We yeah. all know you are. <laughs> and right. it's like, this is why your life is going to be a living hell.
3: She's writing checks that she will not be able to catch Yeah, later. and it's like,
2: ugh. Like watching her do it, you're just like, okay, calm down. Because like, you know what's coming. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway... I mean, telling someone they have no friends
3: is very mean. <laughs> <laughs> it was mean for Allison. It's a crazy thing to say to someone. Like it is just really mean. And it's even crazier when you think of the context. This is supposed to be your going away party and you're you're the you're like the guest of honor and you're yes. being mean to one of the other guests? Totally. At your own party. Um then she accuses Amanda of hating other women because she's like I Lucy told me about your all your other coworkers quit because of you. Do you just hate women? Yeah. And Amanda's like, you know, Allison, you're just jealous of me. You're jealous of my job. You're jealous of Billy. You're jealous of my apartment. Blah blah blah. And Allison says, I don't care what you think, Amanda. <laughs> and Amanda goes, Billy, take me home. Yeah, I'm out of here. So Allison and Billy have a hug. Goodbye. And Allison pulls Billy in and says, she's not the right woman for you. Sorry, had to say that before you go. And then she added, you can do way better. I was like, can he? <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, meanwhile, is halfway down the beach yelling for Billy. Yeah, so he's. Allison
2: watches him walk away.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. nice going away party, Allison. The next morning... Jane is like, Michael, I told you a hundred times, I'm sorry. But he's still mad. She's also wearing a headband. This fight
2: is irritating, I have to say, because Jane did nothing wrong.
3: Yeah, he's mad. He's taking out his anger on her when he should be upset at his best friend.
2: Like, I get being mad that she didn't tell you. Yes. But also being like, I understand why you wouldn't want to do that because it wasn't a big deal.
3: Or I understand why it was an awkward situation for you because you didn't want to hurt me because it was my best friend.
2: I feel like they've had this very similar fight a few episodes ago where she didn't tell him something. Maybe it was about the uh, baby or I can't remember. And he was like mad, but it was kind of unreasonable. He's being unreasonable at this
3: point. At the hospital, Michael arrives and Kimberly is in their locker room taking a nap. She's waking up, she's like, "Oh, she's all like in her sexy nap yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. Michael, did you
2: just come in?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was on a call all night, and he starts venting to her, and he's like, "I don't." Even and she's like, "Well, maybe she says something he says something about home. He's like, "I don't even want to go home and 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 she says, "Well, maybe your concept of home is screwed up." And he's like, "What's home?" And she's like, someone buying you breakfast with no strings attached. Yeah. And she's like, I'm offering to buy you breakfast right now, Yeah. Michael. And he's like, I'll take it. They have a little moment. Yeah. Amanda is scolding Billy for leaving his towels on the floor. And Billy's in a bad mood.
2: Yes. They're back at Marina Del Rey. And now all of his things that she was taking care of, she's irritated by.
3: She's over it. Yeah. He's eating cereal. In a very passive-aggressive way. Yeah. It's kind of like she told him not to eat cereal that way, and and he's doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And she says to him, why do I feel like I'm talking to Allison?
2: Which we know is the coldest diss on Amanda's (laughs) (laughs) part.
3: And then she goes on to tell Billy that Allison is a ditzy, Midwestern nitwit, and that sets Billy off. Brutal. Brutal. I mean, I will say... She's not really ditzy. She's not ditzy. She she's very much a level-headed woman.
2: Yeah, you could do things like she's a um, uptight, like something like uptight would right. be really accurate and an insult.
3: That would be more accurate. But see, to Billy, Billy doesn't like Snooty, and and Amanda is is very she like she, her standards are unbelievable. And the it's the Midwest, I think. That said, it's insulting. Yes. And so Billy says, You're wrong. She is a deep, sensitive woman. (laughs) A deep.
2: (laughs) There's something (laughs) funny about calling someone a deep woman. She's a deep woman.
3: It's like she's a woman of depth, (laughs) not a deep woman. (laughs) (laughs) Billy's heated and he says to Amanda, I don't think I like you very much. Yeah. And she says, Be out by the time I get home. You can start with the chair. Yeah. Then we get the most insane image I've ever
0: seen. Uh, I screamed.
3: (laughs) I fucking screamed because we get a hard cut to Billy's cab driving down the road with the huge chair sitting on top vertically. 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 As you would be
2: using it, not even lying down on its back. And it has like a rope going around it. I was like, you would be pulled over in two (laughs) seconds driving around like that. It is so tall. It is. I I was like, first of all, that didn't fit in the trunk. Even if it was halfway out, tie the trunk down or something. No one would ever... ever do this like it is wild that chair would be like flying off if you went over like 20 miles an hour it was so stupid why did he stack it vertically why would you not lie it down on its back (laughs)
3: like you're gonna put a car with a chair with wheels on top of a moving vehicle i actually rewound this and watched it twice because it was so funny it just also looked really stupid (laughs) (laughs) because it's this big cab well, that's
2: like that's one of those things. So have you ever done something and you look at what you've done and you're like, this looks like
3: Stupid. bad news. Like <laughs> what have I done? This is not no. What's even hmm. crazier is that Billy doesn't take it off for the rest of the episode. No. We'll get and that, to that that blew my mind.
2: Because is- <laughs> <laughs> it was there was an obvious way to do it right then and there.
3: So he pulls up to Mel- oh, Melrose place. he pulls up to Melrose Place where Keith and Allison have been waiting for their van to take them to the airport, but their van hasn't come. So Billy offers to drive them. Of course, Keith is hesitant because he doesn't want him, Allison to spend any more time with Billy. Yeah,
2: he wants to cut the tie.
3: But he agrees, and he puts his shit in the trunk. Billy tells Allison that he broke up with Amanda. Yeah. Uh, they take off. Billy doesn't even say, Hey, is it cool if I take five minutes and put this <laughs> chair back in the apartment? No, he takes off to the airport with this chair. Still, we don't realize we and then they pull up into Valley Airport, which I'm guessing is Burbank, Burbank.
2: and they pull up. We don't know this yet. They pull up with a chair still. In the same position. He's, he went on the freeway. On the freeway with his you, you made it to Melrose Place. Count your fucking blessings. Untie the chair real quick and throw it in the fucking gate of Melrose Place right. or whatever. Put it in the courtyard. Yeah. That it's insane that not even... And that's not just Billy now. Allison and Keith also were fine driving that way. No one was like, is this safe? Like, <laughs> right. Is this secure? Yeah. It wasn't even bungee cords. It was just like rope. It was the most... It was something that would only work in a car that's sitting for this shoot. Like it, no one drove with this
3: because <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. Um- so they pull up to the quote-unquote Valley Airport, which is, like you said, supposed to be Burbank. And Billy offers us to walk them to the gate because this is 1993, and you used to be able to do that. Yeah. And Keith is like, this was a great comic moment. <laughs> <laughs> Keith says, you'll get a ticket. And Billy says, no chance. They don't touch cabs. And immediately after they walk through the, the doors of the airport, we see a, a parking ticket cop pull up and start writing a ticket on Billy's car. I was like, car. you didn't see the cop? He was right there. <laughs> he was literally right there. I thought that was a great
2: comedic moment. Yeah, but so, Although I never want to give Keith a win.
3: No, outside. I didn't like giving Keith yeah. a win. Allison and Billy say goodbye at the gate. And, and this, it's like the plane, entrance to the plane is outside. Right. So they're out on the tarmac. Keith goes up to put their bags
2: away or whatever. So Allison and Billy are alone to have their big goodbye scene.
3: Uh, And he actually says to her at some point, don't go. Yeah. He says, don't go. Don't get on this plane. And she's like, I gotta go. And she eventually starts walking up To the steps of the plane And he goes Allison please But they're like Walking along this fence Yeah It's supposed to (laughs) It's supposed to be like An artistic choice Like Because he's on one side Of the fence Or chain link fence Yeah And and she's she's on the other As she's walking up this About to head onto The steps of the plane And he's like These are the
2: best people You'll ever know Meaning the people At Melrose Place (laughs)
3: Um, and she's like, I gotta go. And as she's leaving, he's like, Allison, please. And then he goes, Please.
2: I laughed out loud. Yeah.
3: I mean, he said howls. She, like a dog. He was yelling. I was like, Is Keith like, what the hell? <laughs> he's like, I was like, I truly hope they show us a close up of Keith looking out the little window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith is the type of person that doesn't take the f- free food on the plane, right? Because he's like, Is that one use plastic? Not even that. He's like, how much sodium is in that? (laughs) Uh, And not for health reasons, because it's the principle of the thing. Yes, absolutely. Everything Keith does irritates me. Worst person. So we end as Allison gets on the plane and Billy's howling. Yeah. It's very sad. It's very emotional. It just did make me sad.
2: Um. I'm not going to say this one made me sad, but I did get more sad. (laughs) I did get
3: emotional in the following episode, I have to admit. Yes, me too. Anyway, we got a big old Billy episode coming up. Very big. A big Billy. Too big. Billy Big (laughs) Mouth Bass episode. Yes. Episode, we're going to talk about episode 26 next. That'll be out very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.